One of the spiritual works of mercy is instructing the ignorant. As I've mentioned before, I may have talked, taken this a little too far once or twice or maybe more than that in college. Uh, just a quick refresher, when I was in college, I was uh, borderline a heretic. I was hanging out with a group called the Salt Company. Uh, their theology was fundamentals Christian in nature. And some of their theology does not agree with Catholic theology. And when I came back to the Catholic Church, I enjoyed probably too much instructing the ignorant. I might have had too much fun doing verbal battles with the Protestants. The two battle cries of the Protestant Reformation from the very beginning was faith alone and Bible alone. Bible alone means that we don't need any other source of God's truth than the Bible. If you dive into this, this makes no sense since it was the early Catholic Church that wrote the New Testament part of the Bible. So the Bible cannot stand on its own. It needs the authority of the Catholic Church. Faith alone. Faith alone is the idea that we are saved just by our faith in Jesus Christ. Some Protestants would say that all you have to do is to be saved to get to heaven is to say a prayer accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Once you say this prayer, it doesn't matter what you do with the rest of your life, you'll get to heaven. Now obviously having a personal, Lord, a personal relationship with Jesus is a good thing. But it's not the only thing. Martin Luther, who started the whole Protestant Reformation, said the souls are like dung heaps, that the grace is won by Jesus on the cross, covers our souls in white, pure snow, so that our putrid souls appear good, holy, and pure to God the Father, and then he lets us into heaven. I would say that today's readings contradict this heretical view of our souls and our salvation. In our first reading from Leviticus, God says to Moses, Speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord God, the Lord your God, am holy. God doesn't say to Moses, Appear holy. No, God says, Be holy. Then God has some suggestions on how to be holy. Uh, by not having hatred in your heart. When you reprove someone, when you correct someone, do it out of love, uh, out of wanting them to become a better person, and not out of anger that they didn't do what you wanted them to do. Don't seek revenge. Don't hold grudges against others. Instead, love your neighbor as yourself. These are not suggestions on how to appear holy, but to be holy. Our Gospel reading from Matthew from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount is more of the same. Jesus tells his disciples that they should love their enemies and pray for those who persecute them. If we do this, we will be acting like children of our Heavenly Father. So who are your enemies? Who persecutes you? Do you love them? And by loving them, this means do you will their good? Do you pray for those who persecute you? We never know what others have gone through. We often don't know what the people are currently going through. Our world would be a better place that if when someone is unkind to you, you would give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they've had a rough day. Maybe they didn't grow up with two loving parents. Now if they did something criminal to you, they should spend time in jail for what they did. If they did something morally wrong, they should go to confession and then say sorry to you. 
Even so, sometimes a little empathy can go a long way in diffusing people's bad behavior toward us. Jesus, is en Jesus ends today's gospel by saying, So be perfect just as your Heavenly Father is perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. I'll try, but most likely I will not become perfect in this lifetime. Thankfully, we have a place called Purgatory. I think Purgatory is one of those hidden gems of our Catholic teaching. Purgatory is, we, is where we, our souls, are purified of any imperfections, purified of any attachment to sin, purified of any bad habits. To get into purgatory and not go to hell, you need to have a relationship with Jesus, and you have to not die with any mortal sin on your soul. At the bare minimum, this means that you need to spend time in prayer with Jesus on a regular basis, and you need to go to confession and receive absolution if you have committed any mortal sins. I was talking to a young woman the other day. She had lost her younger brother a couple years ago. He was in his early 20s. She called me because she was struggling about where her brother was, what the state of her brother's soul was. Was he in heaven or was he in hell? Now her brother was a typical male, I suppose, of his age. We all did, at least most of us have done some things in our teens and early 20s that we regret doing. I explained to her that even though her brother did not die a saint, most likely he did end up in purgatory. Yes, purgatory is not fun because in this life and the life to come, change purification is not an easy process. Sometimes it can be quite painful. But the souls in purgatory are also joyful because you cannot go from purgatory to hell. Purgatory is preparation for heaven. It is in purgatory that most of us, if we haven't achieved it in this life, become perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. This Catholic theology, this Catholic truth, this Catholic teaching brought immense relief to this young woman concerning her brother. Now I do know that some people struggle with perfectionism. Uh, I definitely do not struggle with that. And when I was in school, I was okay with getting A's and B's. The teaching on purgatory should bring some relief to those who struggle with perfectionism. On the other hand, the more holy we become in this life, the more we strive for holiness, the more we strive to make up for the sins that we have committed, the less we have to be purified of in purgatory. So we shouldn't go around doing sinful things, sinful things thinking it's okay because we'll be purified of it later in purgatory. As St. Paul says in the second reading in his letter to the Corinthians, we are temples of the Holy Spirit. This all started at our baptism. As baptized sons and daughters of God, we are called to holiness. We are called to become saints. So being holy, being perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect is a process. One that begins in this life and one that will most likely continue in purgatory. When we finally do reach that perfection, that being perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, then we will join the saints and angels in heaven with God for the rest of eternity.